Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order of the best-tasting protein bars out there. Today is Thursday, October 8th. The NHL draft is now behind us, and we are just about... 25 and a half hours away from the start of free agency, as I record, not necessarily when you're listening, and uh, just a lot to touch on in terms of what the Bruins did at the draft, what's next, what might be in the cards, and it's an exciting time as there appears to be a lot of balls in the air for the Bruins with potential moves, potential players moving on, coming in, being traded for, being traded and I really don't know what's going to happen, so it's exciting time for us Bruins fans, and let's get into that here in a moment. First, I want to remind you that you can follow me on Twitter at ENC McLaren. You'll find there general musings about hockey, a lot of dad jokes, and some other life pop culture stuff as well. For those of you who don't know me, I am a former news editor at The Score, which is a very popular mobile sports app based up here in Toronto. I live just about an hour west of Toronto in a town called Guelph, Ontario, home of the OHL Storm, and our goalie, Nico Dawes, was drafted yesterday by the New Jersey Devils, which was very exciting. I've also written previously for SB Nation, covering junior hockey, writing about the Bruins, as well as other various outlets, and just on my own time for fun. Um, What else? You can follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. I've also set up an Instagram account for the podcast, which you can find at LockedOnBostonBruins on Instagram. The podcast is available pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts. So if you're an Apple user or Spotify Stitcher, even Pocket Cast is what I use on my Android phone. Please hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and, you know, hopefully enjoy. If you do enjoy, please do leave a rating and a review. It would be very much appreciated, and it really does go a long way to helping us chart on the Apple rankings as well. I think that's everything by way of introduction. Yesterday, the draft was dragging, so I recorded prior to the end of uh, the draft. I only touched on a few of Boston's picks yesterday, so for those of you who didn't listen yesterday or who missed it, let's start just by quickly running down the four players that Don Sweeney announced as being drafted by the Boston Bruins on day two of the NHL draft. That would be defenseman Mason Lorai, round two, pick 58. Forward Trevor Kuntar, round three, pick 89. Defenseman defenseman Mason Langenbrunner, round five, pick 151. 
and forward Riley Duran. Round six, pick 182. The Bruins did have a seventh round pick, which they traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs for a seventh round pick next year. So I can only assume that A, the draft is going on too long and they were like, we're done. Or they ran out of sons of front office staff to draft and um, just decided to take a pass. Lorai, he's 19, skated in 48 games with the Green Bay Gamblers of the USHL last season, recorded eight goals, 29 assists for 37 points, ranking second among all USHL defensemen. He is a mobile defenseman with a two-way game and was not highly ranked heading into the draft, a bit of a reach for the Bruins. Uh, but certainly some potential there, one would hope. Kuntar, he's also 19, another overager in his second year of eligibility. He was an alternate captain for the USHL's Youngstown Phantoms last season. 28 goals, 25 assists for 53 points, with 83 penalty minutes as well. He tied for third in the USHL in goals, ranked 10th in overall scoring, and he's committed to Boston College for... Uh, 2020-2021. Mason Langenbrunner, who is the son of Bruins front office staff member Jamie Langenbrunner, is an 18-year-old defenseman who skated in 25 games last season for Eden Prairie, which is a high school based in Minnesota. Five goals, 14 assists for 19 points. He has committed to Harvard for 2021-2022. And finally, Duran, he's also 18, skated in 27 games for Lawrence Academy, which is based in Massachusetts uh, last year. 22 goals, 22 assists uh, for 44 points in those 27 games. Six foot two, 179 pound forward, is committed to Providence for next season. So those were the four picks made by the Bruins. Again, they traded their seventh round pick to the Maple Leafs for a 2021 seventh-round pick. Now, the NHL prospect experts did not grade the Bruins very favorably here. Corey Pronman of The Athletic gave the Bruins a D, saying, I don't mind the Kuntar pick at 89. I, this being Pronman, didn't have him there, but I respect the skill. Mason Lorai at 58 was quite surprising. Watching him last season, Prodman didn't see the value of a second-round pick. He has his skepticism that this Bruins class will provide much at the NHL level. Scott Wheeler, also of The Athletic, wrote the following. The Bruins have typically reached relative to my board in recent memory. Uh, he argued with the John Beecher pick last year and... He thinks that they reached with Lorai their first round pick, or sorry, their first pick this year in the second round. He's a late blooming overager who became one of the better defenders in the USHL last season. But despite his six foot four, 200 plus pound frame, he's not the physical stay at home type you might expect. He wants to join the rush as a shot threat or as a puck transporter. And Wheeler worries his success was driven by his size and age advantage rather than by real NHL upside. Kuntar was one of the best overagers available in the class, 
he may become a useful third liner. But Wheeler wouldn't have taken him in the top 100. Mason Langerbrunner, he believes, is an act of nepotism. And Riley Duran is a fun player to watch, but doesn't project to be much. Um, and it will take a while for that to become evident whether or not he can crack the NHL at any point in his hockey career. J.D. Burke of Elite Prospects gave the Bruins a big old F, saying he was taken aback by Boston's decision to draft Mason Lorai with their first pick. He's spoken to some teams around the league, and they shared interest in the player, but not that early. He's got a big shot, put up some serious numbers in Green Bay, but his skating is nowhere near good enough. They followed that up with another re-entry in Kuntar, Find value relative to where Burke expected him to land going into the day, but his lack of off-the-puck instincts and offensive instincts warded him off. That's the a player that elite prospects rated as do not draft, which is cool. That the Bruins finished the day with a pair of low-probability bets out of the American high school ranks doesn't bode especially well for their likelihood of getting many NHLers out of this draft. Burke concluded. So overall, not really favorable reviews for Boston's draft class. Again, showing a propensity to pick American kids with local connections, completely eschewing any Canadian or European prospects. And uh, again, I don't see Sweeney's team as having a very strong draft record. There have been some hits, obviously, but overall... Yeah, I don't know how well this team is set up to succeed down the road. When the rebuilding happens, they haven't really stockpiled the prospect cupboard to um, give them a good leg up on that process. Before we move on, let's talk for a moment about erectile dysfunction. It's not easy to subject to broach. Usually we avoid it altogether or make excuses. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. You can connect with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe actual medication that's effective, simple, safe, and totally discreet. At Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is simple, straightforward, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL to get started today. If you're feeling hungry, don't feel like going out, don't feel like cooking, DoorDash is the app for you. If you want Chinese food, you want pizza, you're craving froyo, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. You can continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. Thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you. While their dining rooms may be closed or limited, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. They'll bring food right to your door. Ordering is so easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. 
Again, many of your favorite local restaurants are waiting for you to call and make a delivery. Just select your favorite, and your food will be left right at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Just download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Now moving on from the draft, Don Sweeney certainly has a lot of irons in the fire when it comes to free agency, potential trades. We all know that the Bruins are one of two teams that Oliver ekman Larson is willing to be traded to, and he set a deadline, deadline, deadline of tomorrow for that deal to be made. Otherwise, he will remain in Arizona. And here is what Don Sweeney had to say after the draft with free agency looming and discussing the current roster. And this is, quote, transcribed by Dan Ryan of Stanley Cup of Chowder. I used to write for them. Great blog. Do check them out if you don't already. Although most Bruins fans, I'm sure, are. Anyways, here's the quote from Sweeney. Ultimately, we'd like to improve our club. We've tried to look at our roster, and we've explored some opportunities over the past three weeks. It hasn't come to fruition that we've changed anybody at this point in time. It may. There's been a lot of conversations going on about the financial aspects in the landscape and how things are going to look. Side note, that's obviously due to the flat cap of $81.5 billion, and a lot of teams shedding salary, looking to trade, not offering qualifying offers to their players, etc. Sweeney continues, Some teams have made some moves in that regard, and we're trying to look at it from a wide lens and realistically. Knowing that our club, we do have to improve. That's through internal growth and obviously through some acquisition. We're going to explore that. I think you're seeing some sort of new non-QO market emerge. Again, we've seen some pretty good players not offered qualifying offers as restricted free agents. Andreas Athanasiu is a tantalizing name from Edmonton. Troy Stetcher on the blue line from Vancouver, just to name a couple. Again, Sweeney, you have to assess where those players fall into it. Maybe a little bit of an excess supply in terms of the free agent market. A tremendous amount of goalie talk out there. The pieces of the puzzle are uncertain as is when we start and how all those things factor together. We know we have a good hockey club where we're at, but we'd like to get better. We'd like to improve. We're not as good as we need to be. And that's the bottom line. So some pretty strong language there from Sweeney. He's saying the team definitely needs to improve, not good enough where it's at, and therefore he will be looking to make some moves either by trade or through free agency. What exactly that will look like, again, remains to be seen. I'm saying that a lot these days, but I mean, who can tell? I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know exactly what they're thinking. Uh, in terms of Oliver ekman Larson, I've made it clear that I would be very open to acquiring him, not at the $8.25 million cap hit that he currently brings to the table. If the Coyotes retain some salary, then that's something that I would certainly consider, depending on the return. There's rumors of the Bruins being interested in bringing in Alex Peterangelo, Taylor Hall, 
trading to Garask, bringing in God knows who to play net. Like, there's just so many things that are possible as Sweeney just, uh, you know, admitted in that. So many factors to take into consideration. Who's going to be available? At what price? Um, and so I think over the weekend, certainly in the next week, it's going to be a very interesting time around the NHL and specifically for our Boston Bruins. They didn't really do anything at the draft, um, certainly in terms of trades, but also their picks. Um, nobody's going to make an impact on the roster from this class anytime soon. And so we wait and see what his next move is going to be. He did not trade Tory Krug's rights, and I believe he didn't really get many nibbles on that. Teams are, I guess, realizing that he's going to hit the open market, so there's not much of an advantage in terms of bringing him in early. Um, there's only so much travel and in-person visitation he can do anyways to sell on a particular location. And so I guess teams weren't willing to cough up a pick just for a few days extra of Zoom calls. Speaking of qualifying offers, Sweeney confirmed that um, Brett Ritchie, Brendan Gauntz, and Wiley Sherman were not offered their QOs. The other restricted free agents were, meaning, uh, you know, Jake DeBrusque, Matt Grizzlick, uh, who are the other RFAs. Zach Sinitian, Carson Kuhlman, and uh, Jacob Zborl were all offered their qualifying offers. And so the Bruins will now have to come up with some sort of agreement with these RFAs and hope that, you know, speaking of draft picks that might not pan out, Sinitian and Zborl certainly have something to prove in terms of cracking the NHL roster if they can as early as next season, then that would be very beneficial to the Bruins as they look to fill out the roster. If they can't, then ugh, that's just a really bad look for the Bruins, especially with some really impact players coming out of that 2015 draft that were selected after, uh, after the three Bruins picks from that year. One other Bruins rumor that I wanted to address was Pierre Lebrun, Reporting several clubs have contacted the Chicago Blackhawks about winger Brandon Saad. The Bruins and Avalanche are believed to be those expressing the most interest. Saad is the type of player the Bruins would covet, you know, scoring potential with a physical edge. He has a year remaining on his contract worth $6. million. He also carries a 10-team no-trade list. Be nice if the Bruins were to make that sort of deal if the Blackhawks would retain some salary. Uh, but that's another guy that is out there, and he was out there as well prior to uh, this year's trade deadline as a name the Bruins were looking at. Another guy who looks to be available is Tyler Toffoli. If you recall, prior to the deadline, I was really high on him as a potential target as well. Um, so, again... Next few days is going to be very interesting for the Bruins, and you can keep up with it by following at LO underscore Boston Bruins and by subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. 
Let's talk for a moment about Built Bar, shall we? Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Comes in 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake among them. They're soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. They're also great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high fiber, high protein, and a great energy boost. Right now, there's a limited release strawberry flavor, and it's delicious. You can get 12% off your order through October 12th, partnering with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. It's a very near and dear uh, to my heart. If you know much about our family story, you can make a donation up to $50 and Built Bar will match that. There's also a breast cancer awareness hoodie that you can purchase for $19.95. 100% of the proceeds from the Built Breast Cancer Awareness hoodie will go to these organizations to help support breast cancer patients and their families. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order, and do keep these special breast cancer awareness initiatives in mind as well. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business, and they've been operating online for over 20 years. You can get all the car parts you will ever need by visiting RockAuto.com. Everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate, Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for pros as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. As we do, let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. I mentioned Taylor Hall earlier in the podcast. Coyotes general manager Bill Armstrong said Hall is heading to the unrestricted free agent market after Arizona and the left winger could not come on an agreement on a new deal. Um, The Coyotes gave up three prospects and true draft picks, including a first in this year's draft, to acquire Hall in a trade with New Jersey last December. He had 10 goals, 27 points in 35 games but didn't really do much to help the team succeed in the playoffs. They have limited cap space. And again, already trying to cut salary by getting rid of Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh, so rough, rough days for the Coyotes, but could be good news for the Bruins if either of those players can be acquired on uh, sensible deals for sure. I mentioned yesterday, Kyle Turris was placed on unconditional waivers for the purpose of being bought out. He had four years, $24 million remaining on his deal. That buyout will count as $2 million annually against their cap through 2027-28. So that's a, a pretty costly mistake for sure. A big target for the Bruins, for me, I would hope they would consider this, is Anthony Duclair. He it will become an unrestricted free agent after the he and the Ottawa Senators failed to reach an agreement on a new contract. Duclair is a restrictive free agent with arbitration rights. He wasn't given a qualifying offer. Uh, he 
did decide to represent himself in contract talks, and he was looking for a substantial raise over his previous salary that the Senators balked at. They could have just qualified him, gone to arbitration, and walked away from that if it was deemed too high. Kind of puzzling development to be sure. He made $1.65 million on a one-year deal last season, was an all-star, played very well for the Senators, and uh, I would love, love, love for the Bruins to target Anthony Duclair in free agency. He uh, is a very capable goal scorer, still very young, and um, could really help this team. Some other names that were notable that did not receive qualifying offers, Dominic Cahoon in Buffalo. Um, I mentioned Athanasiu, Frederick Gauthier in Toronto. Troy Stetcher, Vancouver, Nick Cousins from Vegas, Mirko Mueller in New Jersey. These are all some names that could pop up on the Bruins' radar in a uh, kind of second-tier free agent market once all the big boys have been uh, signed, which I hope the Bruins are in on as well. In terms of other rumors of the day, I don't know if there's anything really that touches on the Bruins. I think I'll cap it there for today. As again, things could change at any moment. And I want to get this podcast up and out before anything big breaks. So thank you so much again for taking some time to listen to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast today. I really do appreciate all the support. The listens are going up now that kind of we are into more off-season mode and the Bruins are back in action off the ice at least. And I do appreciate each and every one of you who takes the time to listen. Uh, Please do subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Follow at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Follow at ENC McLaren. And uh, yeah, I hope you all have a great Thursday. Do take care of yourselves and each other in what continues to be a pretty difficult 2020 all around. But thankfully, we have some hockey talk to take our minds off things. And I hope this podcast can provide that necessary and positive distraction for you. Appreciate you all and uh, talk to you again tomorrow. Take care, friends.